Welcome back to the Call Me Larry podcast, the only podcast that employs sad clowns for the enjoyment of the production team. <laughs> God, look at that clown over there, Zach. Look how sad he looks. Dude, why is why does he have a smiley face painted on his face, but he just has a constant frown? Doesn't make Would sense. You do the opposite? It's contradictory. But what? Why? Why are there sad clowns? Why is that a thing? I've... Well, other than our crew, I've never seen a sad clown before. Like, in the carnivals, they only... They weed out the happy ones. And then the sad clowns are all sent away. So, therefore, they're more sad because they just gave up their life for this one profession and they can't get a job because they're so sad. <laughs> they're, like... like and then homeless, it's never-ending. Like homeless, like, sad clowns. Like, yeah. they're unemployed sad clowns. That's yeah, I bet you there's, like, home... Um, not homeless, but, like, sad clown encampments. Like, they're all just sad and they're, like... Hey, hey, Jim, can you can you go get more firewood? We're almost like, okay, I guess I can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like, goes, and what is it, your, your or whatever? from, from uh, yeah, Winnie yeah, the Pooh or whatever? Yeah. Like, he's always like a downer in the way he talks. Yeah. Um, does clown school exist? Is that a thing? Uh, based on the movies, I'm going to say yes. Based on my knowledge of the real world, I'm going to say no. I have no idea. I would I've never so. met like a professional clown. And I, this is what I don't get. Is it like... I don't know if it's an inside joke. Like when a clown's like, I went to clown school, right? I have seen performances. Oh, is it real? Yeah. yeah. Well, so I've seen performances from clowns and I've, I think I've interacted with a clown here and there. And it's like, they, they might reference like, oh, you know, after I graduated from clown school. But what I don't understand is that part of their bit. And is that like, is that the, the inside joke in the clown community that there's a clown school? And should I just know that it doesn't exist or does it actually exist? Well, let me ask you, do clowns have any special skills other than like the, the obvious where they can blow up and tie those balloons that just make no sense because they're really long and very thin? Or, you know, they're honking their nose and they're jumping all over the place. Or you see the typical clown in a movie and they're killing people. Like, where do they learn all those traits? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They, they have skills. They, they're able to wear abnormally large shoes. They're able to fit in abnormally small cars. <laughs> right? Like, not anyone can fit in a clown car. So you're telling me that these clowns have knowledge on how to control their size within spatial dimensions? Like Ant-Man and the Wasp. They can, yeah, like, resize yeah, yeah. their bodies based yeah. off of the It's the situation. nose, dude. You know how in Ant-Man and the Wasp, like you just said, like they press the buttons on their glasses. Oh, there's like a button that they shrinks? No, they squeeze their nose and then they go down and they come back up. A little honk honk yeah, and yeah. They, can, they can change their size. Exactly. That's funny. That's funny. Um, yes. Uh, so sad clowns. I don't know why that's a thing. Uh, but my exposure to sad clowns was my grandfather liked the this like sad, these sad clown paintings. He he was he was a fan of sad clowns. He had sad clown statues and sad clown paintings throughout his like house. So you think that your grandfather maybe when he was a kid he always wanted to be a sad clown? Oh like my he god! Would, he would look at the window and see clowns and just be like, oh, I can't be one of them. Or you know, he wow. ended up going to school for. I don't know what your grandfather did for a living, but something a lot more complicated, like you know, let's say like yeah. astrophysics. And well, no, what if being... he, he was he was he was actually a very successful employee yeah. uh, and head officer at Merrill Lynch at his time. Oh, so right? he was a crazy but, investment guy. Well, well, but what if his life's dream was to become a clown, <laughs> and he failed at becoming dude, a clown, dude. so he became a <laughs> chief executive officer at yeah. Merrill Lynch. <laughs> You see, have you seen that scene in Step Brothers where they're at the Catalina wine mixture at the very yes, end, like where yes. they're selling helicopters and stuff? And then dad comes up and he's like, I, I always wanted to be a T Rex. I would tuck my <laughs> arms in and I would roar around the neighborhood. I would, I would go after the neighborhood cats. My dad said, Grow up. You're never going to be a T Rex. So I became a doctor. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like that story, come up story, right? I, I was too young. He, he, you know, he passed away. He's a great guy. 
Um, he, I, I, you know, I love you, Grandpa. But I never got to ask him about his like sad, <laughs> clown, clown sad thing, right? Uh, and it was all over his house. And uh, you know, as as he passed away and we moved on and we sold the property, those sad clown paintings and statues were apparently worth a lot of money. Did you guys sell them all off, or are they in storage? Uh, do you want a sad clown in your house? No, My family dude. doesn't. The other families didn't. So <laughs> they're either in storage or sold because no one's gonna hang up these sad clowns into their house. I like to think that if you had ever asked your grandfather, like a little Jason around age four or five, where you're you're aware of what they are, but you don't get it, and you just go, Grandpa, what what's with all the paintings of the sad clowns? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jason. It's a constant reminder of the things I never achieved. <laughs> Wait, that's you're like a mansion. That's from like Merrill Rocky Lynch. Deep. Uh, no, but what, what happened? I I was not a. That's a, funny. Were you ever like a child, uh, like afraid of clowns at all, or anything like that? No, I've never been afraid of clowns. I've seen the movie It. That was a little freaky, but it I still doesn't. Clowns don't scare me. Okay, so clowns scared me as a kid, decent amount. My thing was I. I mean, they didn't scare me. It was just like you make me uncomfortable. Right? Like, a clown is like, I prefer not to have a clown near me. Well, it's like when we were talking about snakes and how they have, like, they should have legs, but they move without legs. It's, you can't explain it. It's like, yeah. why, why, do you ha- why do you look like that? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So, clowns for me, it's just like, I prefer if I wasn't around you. Uh, and it did not help that situation. The original It movie was terrifying as a 12-year-old watching it. I, I kind of wanted to think about, it was, it was clowns and it was dolls that bothered me. And I kind of wanted to think about why was I afraid of clowns? And first off, my bedroom had a bunch of uh, balloons on the walls and like the sky, it was painted with clouds as a baby. I'm mm-hmm. saying like my, my legit baby room. Yeah, um, yeah. like the nursery. Cradle, nursery. The nursery yeah. And there was clowns in that room. So I think I was, my, my parents just had me surrounded by clouds or, and clowns. Clouds and, cr- and clowns floating on balloons. <laughs> clouds, for, clouds that look like clowns. <laughs> yeah. Who even knows? For, for my entire, um, you know, babyhood, uh, toddlerhood. I, I you're, don't know. At, you're adolescence. Well, I'm not adolescence, like, right? Because it's like pre-pubescent even. Like, yeah, way when, back when. when. you were just pooping and drooling on yourself. Like, yeah, you when I was diaper was man. You know, like yeah. your diaper boy. Like, but, um, so I, I thought about that. And that, I think, paralleled with all the sad very creepy clowns in my grandfather's house, I think formulated my fear of clowns. Yeah, you just you associated that look with something bad. It's just because it is. I mean, yeah. Who wants to see a sad clown? Well, let me ask you, is it sad clowns that scared you, or was it just clowns in general? Because there are happy clowns, you know, they look fine, they come to the birthday party, they get kicked in the nuts and they wear big shoes. I mean it was like sad clowns or clowns that were happy that then turned into like aggressive or sad faces like it right like it he'll smile and yeah, then he's like teeth yeah, yeah. and i'm yep. gonna eat you like yep, 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 yep. right right so it's like I, I don't think it bothered me when it was like a happy clown haha but it's like when the emotions changed yeah i was like yo i'm out because there's only one look that a clown can have which is happy and then when they're yeah. sad like the guy something's off something the off. corner of the studio right now i'm just kind of like okay we need to get rid of that right now yeah one sec i think we need a um richard can you can you take him out he's kind of bothering me right now richard put Put the nuts down and just take – all right, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Okay. (laughs) What is your problem with clowns to this day, Jason? It sounds like you're very passionate about the issues with clowns as an adult male. I don't don't mind clowns anymore, Um, but I am interested. We were talking about sad clowns and that they're, you know, failures in a sense probably, right? They they didn't achieve their goals of – Becoming a part of the carnival, uh, right? You were saying that like the carnivals only employ the good clowns, right? Dude, imagine if it, there's there's got to be auditions, right? 
You know, like they're not just going to take anybody off the street. Yeah. You're just walking down the street. You see a long line of clowns and they all have the varying like, oh, that one took his stuff out of a dumpster. That one took his stuff out of like that one got his stuff as savers. That one's, oh, he's coming from daddy's money. He's got all the best shit. They're not not just going to take anybody. Yeah. It's like you got a clown in like, you know, a suit and tie and he's fixing it up. And it's like, wow, that clown came from money. Exactly. (laughs) Or it's like, can, are you, can, you got to audition. Can you fit in the shoes? Can you walk in the shoes? Can you fit in the car? You know, like you're going to walk in and just be like, all right, takes two steps in these gigantic shoes, eat shit. Like the nose is so fit, you know? funny. He's like, it's yeah, the, the steps are, it's like, check. Okay. He can fit in the shoes. <laughs> like, okay. He fits in the car. Good. And what, yeah. what is he smiling? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Barnum and Bailey's isn't taking just any clown. They're yeah, taking yeah. the best of the best. I, I've been to a, a, you know, a couple carnivals and carnivals in in and of their self are so unique it, it seems almost like an anomaly to me and i i know it's entertainment but there's this entire ecosystem and lifestyle that comes with a carnival are you familiar with how like carnivals especially pop-up carnivals operate i vaguely you know like growing up we had them come to our town every time so like my middle school and my high school and stuff like that like you'd have them come to your your uh like your parking lot for the weekend and it would just be a big fundraiser for the school and like the town would fund it mm, yeah and as a kid, I would go to these every year and it would, you know, it was always a good time, but I never really thought about it because it's just, it's this one thing that shows up every year and you know that it's coming. But until I was an adult, I didn't realize that, you know, they do this everywhere. It's not mm-hmm. just, oh, they mm-hmm. come here once a year, but they travel and they're always together. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. And I think uh, car- people who participate in carnivals and, you know, travel the world in that sense, I think they dub themselves carnies. Um, you know, that's what I've heard. Uh, but yeah, so like carnies and I, I, you know, I hope that's the right term. Uh, it, it's wild because yes, this one thing that you see, you see this once a year, an annual thing. It's, this is these people's everyday lives and they're traveling around the world, uh, you know, going to different places to do this. So it's crazy to me that that's, uh, these, these carnies, the, these, these people's everyday lives. Uh, and you know, you see like on TV and on the movies, it's, uh, you know, they, it's like a band of misfits that travels the world mm. and they have all these adventures together. Um, but I, I don't know if I could run every day of my life a squirt gun carnival machine. <laughs> <laughs> Big, you can do it, Timmy. You can do it. Hit the bullseye. And, yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they go crazy. They're like, step right up and get the tier three yeah. Rick and Morty stuffed animal prize. Or you can win a Pikachu. Or, you know, like, they, yeah. they really, that's a crazy lifestyle they must live. Well, dude, something that I can actually kind of share with you is that my mom used to work at a carnival, which is interesting to say the least. But so, oh, wow. They, I, so she would be dubbed a carny. I, I guess, but it was a summer job, right? When she was in high school. So I think the carnies that we're talking about are like the, the bearded lady, like the, no, um, the lifetime carnies. Yeah. Like the people who are really part of the carnival where they travel around together and they're, they're like select acts. Anybody okay. can say, Hey, Timmy, come squirt the squirt gun and spend your daddy's money so I can have it. And you I don't lose. know. They're really good at selling it though. But no. So this Step is what I'm, right this is what I'm saying. So my mom had a summer job when she was in high school and she would go to the, like every year it came around, it was there for the whole summer. Like, I, I don't know what it's called, but she had like this whole spiel and she was like, step right up. Like all this, like this really, really long, like haiku mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And it's so catchy that you're like. I can squirt that. I can, <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can throw those darts at the balloon. Like it was like, she sold me and my brother on the spot. And we're like, where's the game? She, what do you mean? Where's the game? We're eating dinner. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? No, that, that's, that's very cool. I never knew that about your mom. Uh, but that gets me on the, the topic of carnival games. And I just want to throw some things out there real quick. 
uh, the there's a game that has an inflatable uh, bottom, and you can try to run up a ladder and get to the top. Oh, the one that spins. That it, like, one rotates on. Tra- it's a trap. It's a trap. Well, yeah, so, you end up upside down every time. Yeah, yeah. So I I looked it up and like, what games can you actually do? That one is extremely a trap. Another one is hold yourself up by a bar for two minutes. No one can do that. Dude, the max what you can do is like 30 seconds. It's crazy. Like yeah. the, like Olympic people can, maybe a few of them in the world yeah. can do it. But a regular person, even if you're extremely in shape, the problem is, is that your muscle mass uh, correlates with your body size. Yeah. So much so that if, if you don't have a lot of muscle and you're a lightweight person, right? You're skinny. Like say, say my girlfriend, she doesn't weigh very much. She's not going to have the arm strength to hold herself up. Yeah. It's all relative. Whereas you and I, we're more muscular maybe, right? But we also weigh more. But... Even though we're more muscular, we're still gonna have the same time. Well, yeah, I people mean, all cap out at like thirty seconds to a minute usually. Yeah, no, I I know, and I I had the same thought about the one with the grip strength because I, I looked at the two minutes and I was like, dude, I can do that. Like, what do you mean? I never actually did it, but I thought about it. It seems so doable. And so the thing is, is that it like you said, it all depends on your total mass as far as your your strength to be able to hold that up. But it's multiple things. It's okay. Is your grip strength? enough to hang on to the bar, mm-hmm. to hang on for two minutes. Okay, maybe your grip strength can make it, but can your forearms and can your biceps and your triceps hold on for that long? Okay, maybe they can do it. The can your shoulders, length, the can leg. your lats and your chest, like it literally goes yeah. through your whole body all the way to the bottom. It's just, yep. I, dude, I'm calling uh, You're only as point. strong as the weakest link. Yeah, literally. And in that case, it's physically impossible to have every single part yeah. of that exercise covered. And, and the more stress you put on one thing, the more stress you put on another because it tries correct, to make up correct. for it and then you yeah. just toast. Yeah. And two, so, they suck you in because two minutes sounds so easy. It but does. It's really it does. And all. you know why, guys? This is out of experience. I failed. And again, I was a chubby kid, but I still felt like I could do it. And you know Yo, what? I, think, I couldn't. I think we need to throw out a little PSA here. Jason is not large anymore. Like he's he's a normal adult. Like he's skinny. <laughs> we talked about how chunky he was. I don't as a know. Kid. Skinny. I I, I average. You you look better than you did when you were a kid. Yes, I'll, tell you, yes, I'll give you yes, that. Yes. The pandemic's not doing anything for our uh, our fitness lives, but that's okay. No, someone funny. told me, I mean, you got like the, you have the freshman 15 and then, uh, you know, you always Quarantine, heard that term, the yeah. COVID-19. COVID-19, yeah. And like, it, it's, we're not, you know, joking at all of, of COVID, 19, but it's yeah. like the whole thing. Yeah. The quarantine, like you gain 19 pounds from staying yeah. at home and Dude, what, have, what have we been doing recently? Literally just hanging out, watching games and eating yeah. fast food. Like we haven't done anything. But that's like, awesome. that's what know. that's expected in that yeah. sense, right? It's well, like, especially when nothing else to do. Gym shut down and all you have to do is like cook for yourself and you, then you think, okay, I want to do something else. You know, it, those are the options that you have basically. And they're not conducive to fitness. <laughs> so the, 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 the grip strength game is a trap. Uh, the ladder game is a trap. Uh, the only ones that I would say are worth it are like the can, the pitching, the can, Oh, the, the bottle rings is a trap too. The throwing the rings around the bottles, mega trap. Um, the, the throwing at the cans, there's actually a tactic. You got to look it up on YouTube on how to hit, like, the six stack of cans and knock them all over. And you have to hit the bottom, like, on the side. Yeah, yeah. You have to hit a certain spot. And yeah. I've seen – I've personally seen a lot of people win that. Yeah. I've never seen anyone win the ladder or the grip, right? And, like, I, I've – again, I've looked this up. But uh, the other one that you can do that's doable is the three-point shots in basketball. Really hard because the hoop is smaller. And but if ball. you get a good angle on it, yeah, uh, you can drop yeah. it right down. If you get swishes – you can do it, and and especially if you're if you I mean if you're a basketball player, I've seen like you know like Trey Young shoots like the carnival game, or um you know like uh, LeBron's son you know ex- tries to win this carnival game and yeah, gets like yeah. six in a row, 
which is like, you ought to be good, but you can win those. And I've seen people win those too. I've I mean, seen somebody hit five for five to win a PlayStation like four at the time, which well, is crazy. You know what? Good for them because Steph couldn't hit six the other night and he lost me my money. So <laughs> when it matters, when it matters, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Carnival games are, are wild. They're, they're wild. And you know, it's fun to, to, you know, spend your money and have fun with people in there. And that's something that I guess you miss a little bit with, uh, with COVID is, I guess, like, what do carnivals do? Like, carnivals don't happen anymore. Those people, what if you're if you're making your livelihood out of being the bearded lady or the guy with ten joints in his right hand, like, or I don't know how many joints are regularly in a hand, but extra joints. Basically, and, you can turn it inside out. Yeah, like, whatever. An acrobat, any any yeah. sort of entertainer, performance. No, artist, I get what do you do? it. Like, well, you're entirely reliant on uh, the interaction of the public. Like, you need spectators, you need people to come play the games, you need people to be at your event. Whereas the pro sports is just like, okay, you have some billionaire who owns this. You're going to get commercial rights and different advertisements for other sports or uh, But yeah, and you're companies. still going to play your game. You're still going to play your game. Yeah, exactly. Make sure that you play the game. Exactly. But my point is, is that while those sports and those leagues depend on the spectators to come to the games and spend money there, like the carnivals and the carnies don't have any advertisements. Like they're just like, mm-hmm. you, if you don't come, then we don't do anything. What's the craziest like show you've ever seen? Your, your carnivals, like a carnival show or anything like that. I could, I could talk about mine. Uh, so I had gone to this, like uh, it was a circus Olay variation from Italy. They, they, they were from Italy and they were touring the U S and this was two or three years ago. And they were in Florida at the time. And it was uh, the only way to describe it was like sexy Italian zombies. Like it was very <laughs> weird, fuck? dude. It was weird. It's like everyone had like zombie makeup on, and there was like a lot of ripped guys with like six packs and like crazy yeah. bodies, and then like girls wearing almost nothing, and they're just doing crazy acrobats yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. wasn't. It wasn't clowns, right? It was this like acrobatic, you know, endeavor, and yeah. tied into it there was also like characters and people moving around. Mm-hmm. So it was almost an interactive haunted house slash, cause it was for Halloween. It was like a haunted house slash, um, you know, clown, uh, acrobat zombie extravagant, mm-hmm. like extra- extravaganza. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I just, I love the, the best way to put it is just sexy Italian zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd be putting those three words together, but I did after that show. Nah, I don't have anything like that. I mean, I've been to the Big Apple Circus, the Circus Olay, um, you know, like whatever has been in my local town. But, not, you know, what always threw me off as a kid was, one, the guy running around with the tiger. Because it's like, that thing looks like it could definitely kill you. Which well, Tiger happened. King opened all of our eyes. Like yeah, the whole Netflix sure. Tiger thing, Kane thing. I didn't know that whole world existed until I saw that. And after I was like... Oh my god, dude! That came out peak quarantine, and I just binge watched the entire Everyone thing. Did. It was insane. What drove me? What, it was a social dro- phenomenon. It was yeah. insane. Oh, everybody was talking about it. it's like yeah. this exists. Like, did you know? And I heard this on um, another podcast the other day. Statistically, that there are more tigers in the United States in Texas alone than in the wild. Oh, I think I did hear That's that somewhere. Crazy yeah. dude. Yeah, but then they also they they apparently put down they they'll have a baby tiger and then put it down after they like take all. Oh, the, the whole the whole it. industry. I mean, people listening have probably seen Tiger King. The whole industry yeah. is completely messed up. But the the mess most messed up part about that whole show was like, like you're losing limbs, you're getting hurt, and then you're just right back to work the next day. Like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> like that. Have you seen Tiger King? You've yeah. seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's messed up. I yeah, it came out perfect timing too, uh, with with, I in the sense of during quarantine yeah, yeah. where it, it it hit like this like flashpoint of publicity, 
Um, like people, had, people had nothing else to focus on. It's like, oh, yeah. something horrific's on TV. I gotta watch this. Well, that was during quarantine too. That exactly, was where people yeah. weren't like supposed to leave their house at all for anything. Dude, I I think I watched more Netflix during peak quarantine and even now than I ever had in my entire life. Yeah, Netflix made out well there. Um, yeah, where's their stock at? I think I need to go buy it. Their stock is high, but yeah, that sexy Italian uh, zombie like circus that I had gone to. Um, it was very interesting because they also had a whole, it was like a whole haunted house thing. Uh, and now this isn't a Halloween special, but are, are you a haunted house person? Like, have you been to haunted houses? Have they been good? What, what, what has been your experience with those? So I've been to haunted houses and I've had like okay experiences. The problem is, is that I'm not a, a haunted house or a horror movie guy. So I, and I'm really good at convincing myself this isn't real. So mm-hmm. every time that I see someone come out of nowhere, I never jump and I'm just like, that was piss poor. Like the only way that you can scare me is coming from behind and grabbing me from behind and like really freaking me out. Mm-hmm. But if I see you coming in any way, shape or form, or I'm like, oh, as soon as I round this corner, there's going to be someone there. I already know that I'm not going to be worried about it because I know it's not real. So Good haunted houses, well put together and well done. I'm just not the right market for that. Okay. What okay. about you? I understand that. Personally, I, I'm like, I've had a weird come up story with horror. Uh, I used to hate all sorts of horror and like paranormal, scary movies and such. And, uh, you know, I kind of, I used to spend a lot of time with my friends watching these, these scary movies and being scared shitless for days and weeks at a time and not getting to sleep and just being miserable. And somehow from that bred an endearment for, <laughs> endearment. yeah, like a, you know, like an en- enjoyment for, uh, scary movies. So yeah. I had a similar experience with a different outcome because when I was younger, like I had friends who had older siblings or just like, we would watch scary movies at their houses because the whole crowd, the whole friend group, the whole family mm-hmm. wanted to watch it. And so like, I would end up watching it with them and then I would exactly like you said, I would be scared for days, weeks, months at a time, just freaking out over something that's not even real. And then as I grew up, I was like, that's not real. And then you kind of brainwash yourself to think none of that's real. So you don't deal with any of that stuff, but it sounds like it happened the opposite direction for you where you started to, you know, really get into it. Yeah. I started to like visualize and really like enjoy the, the, the fear that came within. I guess that's a little bit of, you know, masochism when it comes to that, right? It's like, I enjoy the pain in that sense, right? But my girlfriend is not the same case. I tried once to go to a uh, haunted house with my girlfriend and it did not end well. <laughs> it was 10 out of 10 would not do it again. What, what had happened was we got there and uh, we are greeted by a man with a chainsaw. And with a mask, you know, like a mask it, on everything. I gotta know, was it running? Oh, he was running. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he was full send. And, like, it was a chainsaw yeah. without the chain. Yeah. So there was gas and it was loud. Right? It, it, it wasn't greeted. any danger, but it was scary. Yeah. Like, and I was yeah. like, I was like, yo, cut me up, man. Like, I love this. Because you like, know, you know. I was yeah. like, yeah. It's like, dude, I love his character. Like, that he's doing this great. Yeah. I was enjoying it. My girlfriend break, like, almost breaks my wrist. She pulls it behind and runs away and starts screaming. That's From hilarious. that second... Everyone that was at that haunted house targeted her. She became a target. Oh, she was f- she was food, dude. She, they just consumed so she her. Was yeah. the, the, she was like the most afraid person in the group. Yeah. And she, her fear was made very apparent to people that they're 
their their yearly jobs are to work these haunted houses. Yeah. Right? Like most of the people that work at these haunted houses, they know fear. They know how to scare yeah. people, right? I mean, I assume you're there on Halloween, so they set it up for one weekend a year, and then yeah. it's just that's yeah. It. And like the people that are doing, they're actors, and they they yeah. understand what to do. Uh, and she became a target through this entire forty five minute haunted house like it escapade, and. <laughs> We were with a whole group of people, and she was the target every time. I Go I, for the little one. <laughs> I thought she was going to break up with me by the end of it. She what do you was, mean? That's not your fault. No, but she was in so much distress. She she was miserable, and I was like, that was amazing. I'm like, uh, wide, uh, eyes wide open. I was like, wow, that was fun. And she looks at me. She's like, I hate you. <laughs> Wait, dude, was that the one that you went to when we went back for our um, yes. our reunion? It was the I, first I, refu- and only I was one. like, dude, I don't want to go. It, it was a ton of fun. I, yeah. I went with a, another friend as well. It was a ton of fun for me. But my girlfriend did not have a good time. And that was the first and last time that I went to a haunted house with my girlfriend. <laughs> I think we came. When you guys got back from that, I'm pretty sure we drank pretty heavily. So that explains a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, um, you know, she needed a little space uh, with her friends <laughs> after that. And I was like, okay, uh, looks like I'll be sleeping on my friend's couch. I will see you uh, in a couple hours, you know, tomorrow. We'll, yeah, we'll, let's dude. get brunch tomorrow and uh, re- re- uh, uh, reorganize, re- I mean, resituate the situation. I mean, that was roughly two-ish years ago, so I think things ended in your favor. I think we're, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good for now. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely funny. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think another thing that goes along with these um, carnivals and kind of like circuses and just things that are like that is they're kind of stuck in time right like where they haven't changed much it's the same idea over and over and over again and then you end up with places like remember when we were in new york city and we went to coney island and we got off the train and we're just like did we just go back into i literally looked around the bill at the buildings uh, and just immediately thought this is the 1970s where are we and the thing about coney island is that yes for those that don't know, there is a massive th- – or not massive, but it's a theme park that's on the ocean. And all of the area, all the people there and all of the buildings and everything have just not changed since that theme park came to fruition. Straight out of the like, 1900s. Literally. Yeah. Uh, that, that's actually a great observation on your part, Zach. I, 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 we might have talked about this or something in the past, but – uh, you know, bringing it up on the, the carnival episode, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. I, I completely forgot about that. And Coney Island is, is so surreal, uh, because exactly once you walk off that subway, once you get out of your Uber, or whatever, once you've arrived at Coney Island, yeah. you're, you're, you're sent back. It feels like you're sent back 50 years plus. Uh, and part of that might be because of the decrepit buildings or the old shriveled hot dog at your feet from Nathan's. <laughs> The Nathan, by the way, by the way, dude, Nathan has really good hot dogs. That well, was great. Well, well, Nathan's has great hot dogs, and Damn. that Nathan's is also the first. And that's, yeah, yeah. And I think I, if I'm not mistaken, the yearly, the annual uh, hot dog eating contest is held is at, at the original. Oh, Nathan's I didn't know that at Coney Island. That's cool. So that might be one of their saving graces, but I don't know what, what the, the feel is. Program. But um, it's it's it, you definitely feel like you're sent back in time a bit, and. Zach and I spent a day there. Uh, we had a really good time. They have their own beers. They have their own beers. Coney, right, Nathan's, yeah. They have a Coney Island. No, no, just the oh, entire you're, you're right, Coney right, Island right. everywhere is sponsored yep. by there's local breweries that make all their beers, like Coney Island Lager, yep. Coney, Coney Island IPA. Dude, not going to lie, that might be the best beer I've ever had in my life. It that, was so good. What was it? The good. Lager, right? The Lager was I so don't good. remember the name, but every time the I go to the liquor beer, store. The beer was good. Yeah, so every time I go to the liquor store and I see Brooklyn Lager, like New York IPA I think it was a Blonde like Ale. It was a Blonde Ale. It was a Coney Island Blonde Ale. We'll get it again someday. I don't know what the hell it was called, but it was so, so 
good and just I mean, the trip was awesome, but that low-key oh, yeah. was the best part. <laughs> so we spent the whole day there, and it was a lot of fun, and it, it really did feel like a time capsule. Uh, and one other time I had gone there separately from you, I had gone with uh, my girlfriend, and we had gone oh, to one geez. of the freak shows. Yeah, you tried to talk me into it while we were there, and I was like, no, dude. You weren't buying it. You weren't buying nah. it. Uh, so the freak show that I had gone to there was was pretty... I'm having a hard time describing it. Would you say it was pretty freaky? It was freaky. It was unique. I don't know if I was expecting more or less, but whatever I was expecting, I got something else. At, you know, from the description of freak show, that sounds like it's on point. Can you please enlighten us? Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Me and the so, Larrys want to know more. I, okay, <laughs> I think we started off with like a yo-yo guy. It's like, okay, you can, you, can, you can use the yo-yo. And then at some point in time, he had, like, set the yo-yo on fire. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, and then at some point, he had, like, drained gasoline and, like, you know, like, he started fire, breathing, like, fire spitting. Oh, but yeah. Like you put, they, sure. they, they, they put, like, the, whatever, not gasoline, whatever, the fuel in their mouth. I think it's just, like, it, it's like uh, rubbing alcohol. Like, or oil, oil. Yeah, I it's something. oil, too. Something flammable. So, so he went from a yo-yo to fire breathing. That's yeah. pretty interesting. The next act came out, and it was a woman. She swallowed, a, like, a sword. Also pretty interesting. Um, from there, there was a guy that was trying to do hula hoop tricks, and he was struggling a little bit. It's like it, it was like some of the acts, like some of the acts were like test acts. Yeah. I think there were some people that were just like, "Yeah, let's send him out there. Dude, they look like a freak." Coney Island doesn't strike me as the premier area for a freak show. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, the yeah. trial. That's what I'm saying. It's like some of the, the yeah. some of the acts were good, but it was just like, okay, next person up on stage. I felt like I was at like a. Uh, at a America's Got Talent like casting <laughs> casting session where it's like next person's out and like one guy is just yeah. like just singing monotone next yeah. guy's like look at my yo-yo trick next person yeah. is is terrible at dancing and the la- and it, the guy who couldn't do a hula hoop is not comparable to the lady who deep throated a sword like, yes it's exactly not, exactly yeah, so funny. there was like some good acts and some bad yeah. acts but I, and I got to the point where I was like, wow, I feel really bad for this hula hoop guy. He like was trying to maintain his posture and stuff. He's like, look, I oh, missed the hula hoop. <laughs> I, I do so bad in situations like that where someone is just crashing and burning in front of a crowd. Yeah. I, I can't look. I just – I have to leave I the know, room, it was look cringe. away. It was like cringe, Yeah, right? exactly. So I got through it. And uh, all in all, the acts, I've never seen them anywhere else. Some of them are good. Some of them are really bad. <laughs> uh, but I think I paid like $15 and I got a beer out of it. So – and it was like 30 minutes. And I, I think it was time well spent. Dude, the, any um, place, any establishment that has free beer with, with cost of admission is take my money. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think, I think you would have enjoyed it. And maybe we'll go back there someday. But for any listeners, yeah, Coney Island's in the New York area. You should definitely check it out if you're ever there. And, you know, stay safe. Um, and obviously, COVID rules and stuff. I don't know if the freak shows and, and things will be the same. But it's worth checking out. And they have one roller coaster, one single roller coaster that's there. The big and wooden one that doesn't the look like one, it's well put together? Exactly. It's, it's held together with, like, just nails, toothpicks, and glue. Yeah, right? Literally. It's, it, it, it's every time you get on it, you're yeah. like, I might die. This might be the time it, it breaks. But it's, it's a renovated old wooden roller coaster. It's, yeah. It's the original roller coaster. Dude, if, you're, if, if it's the original roller coaster and it's not made out of very structural materials, like if it's not – if I don't no, know when that's you go on it, together, I went on together. it with my girlfriend. We would did not go on it again. No, like, dude. Wow, that's, that was dangerous. What do you mean? Like, she almost it, fell out of the seat because she's small. Her, yeah. Her, 
her like butt like levitated and she started to slip and she like she freaked out and I didn't know until after All right. and then she slammed on the ground like we it need, was rough. We need to work on her forearm strength or something like we yeah. Need... Well, she grabbed, she held on to me. Yeah. She has very strong. She held arms. on to you. Grab the bar. What are, yeah. you're dealing with your own situation? Why is she making you figure <laughs> well, it that's out? That's like her on planes. <laughs> on planes, she'll grab my my hand. And oh, she's I, nervous, dude. She's almost cracked my hand before. I yeah. the grip strength on this woman when she wants to. It's unreal. Dude, it's hilarious how girls aren't strong until they need to be. It's like, like for example, oh, we have to carry all the groceries in it. Me and you. So fun fact about me and Jason in college. One trip is, only. Yes. Is that we would – so Jason had a car in college. I didn't, but I, so I was entirely relying on him. But he was very nice. And he would let me – like, we'd go to the grocery store together, and then we'd drive back. And where we lived, there were some parking spots that were, like, the primo parking spots that were right outside the dorms. Or you had to end up in this parking lot that was easily a quarter mile walk away. Like it was a it was a hike. And so what we would do is we would, for the love of anything, find a primo parking spot. As soon as you do that, you zip in and you're not moving again. Oh yeah. So the point is, is that we're not gonna unload the car with all the grocery stuff and bring it in the apartment and then go find a parking spot because you're gonna be fast, you're gonna be quick. So one trip only was born, and I know a lot of people can totally relate. You take as much stuff as you humanly Isn't can. Isn't there a, a commercial with Baker Mayfield where he just tries to yeah. do one trip only? Yes, and then, and then he's <laughs> he's at the gates, guys, <laughs> guys, I can't feel my face. Baker Mayfield is look. I mean, granted, they did make it pretty far. He's a better actor than he is a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take, hot take. Hot take. Um, anyway, so one trip only was born, right? And so we would take every single thing in the trunk. And if we couldn't carry it in one trip, we weren't going back for it until the next time we needed the car. And it's like, oh, look, a package of seltzers. Like, what a surprise. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was it's great. Like, take, the, take the eggs, but we're leaving the seltzers until yeah. next time. It's like, because we're only going once, baby. Yeah, exactly. And so... I like I would I do that all the time now. It's let me fit every single parcel, everything from the grocery store on all of my arms, like up and down, not even in my fists. And so the point is, is that the my girlfriend will look at me and go, "Do you want help?" And then she'll grab like the ice cream or like one bag, yeah, one thing, something yeah. like or two bags, one in each hand. And I'm like, "Nope, I got it." And I genuinely am like, "I got this." Like I can do it. It's not even like she's not trying to help. I'm just like, yeah, "I yeah. can do this." And so you carry every single thing up into the house, and you just think like, "Okay." I had to do that because she couldn't and she didn't want to. But at the same time, I come home and all the furniture's moved around because all of a sudden she just developed superwoman strength and mm, we needed to yep, remodel yep. the house. You know? That's it's so just, funny. It's, it's complete priority levels and what you want to do with your time. Uh, my girlfriend's roommate used to do that. Really? Like, like she would walk back in. Uh, she would walk back in after like her job and the refrigerator would be moved. It's like, I can't move my refrigerator. How do you do that? And it was just this girl. Out of all things, that's the last one that I would move. Well, she would like reorganize the whole kitchen. And then yeah, it's like, yeah. the refrigerator was here and now it's there. It's like, who are you? Just, just unplug it, plug into a different are outlet. Are superwoman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just walk in, she's deadlifting the fridge. Have changing the location no. of a refrigerator? See, for me, it's the couch, maybe the TV on the TV stand. like couch, Some other furniture. Impressive. Yeah. Dude, the fridge? What do you mean? That's <laughs> the thing weighs a couple hundred pounds. When I was little, my dad had to move a, fr- a fridge out of our house on his own. And I'm like talking, I was four or five years old. Like, I'm tiny. I'm not going to be any help. And he just looks at me and goes, Zach, do you know what to do if this falls on daddy? And I'm like call 911 he's like very good and it, luckily he was okay mm-hmm. but what do you mean she moved a fridge on her well, own yeah disclaimer serious? to the audience don't move uh, especially no. refrigerators or any large Dude, appliances not at on all. your own because if that falls on you 
you're going to die. Yeah, and definitely don't do it with your five-year-old son who all he can do is hopefully get the phone off the hook that's probably well above his head and yeah. dial the numbers that, that he probably that was, doesn't remember. That was probably a um, poor judgment. Yeah, uh, I Also, I think I think uh, vending machines kill a decent amount of people a year on average. So don't let – I know you get angry when I that – I know you get angry when that Twix doesn't come out, but don't shake it that hard. I have bodied some vending machines. Yeah. Well, I, that's why. Yeah. Because kids, stupid kids like us will like shake the shit yeah. out of things. Yeah. And it if it falls the wrong way, that yeah. vending machine's all metal. It's It has to be full weather, durable, yeah. like proof, like tempered glass. That thing will mess you up. Yeah. I mean, taking this thing full circle, though, that would probably be a very interesting carny, like, free show thing where, watch this normal girl move large furniture and appliances. <laughs> and then they just they start off with something small, like a TV yeah. or a couch <laughs> yeah. or something. And then they move it all, all the way up to, like, a refrigerator from a... a um, like a real restaurant, you know, one of those industrial ones is just gigantic. Or they just yeah. keep going like a car. Yeah, the carney's like, now yeah. watch my wife, who's five yeah. feet and <laughs> weighs one hundred and ten small woman. Yeah, yes. weighs one hundred and ten pounds. Pick up this pool table. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I could totally see I that. I could definitely see that. <laughs> women, women are so much stronger than they lead on to be. Like they, they can just absolutely take it apart. It's more of just they want you to do it. They don't want to do it themselves. I mean, dude, childbirth, like. That's some, oh, that's some, yeah. that's some muscles right there. Any anyone who thinks that women aren't tough it should just talk about that for five minutes and back away immediately. Dude, women out men are outgun men all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, everybody, this is all for this week. Please give us a rating or review and subscribe wherever you may call us, Larry, and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Call Me Larry underscore Pod. We will see you all next week. Peace. Peace. This is Carmen Larry, like and follow to get us on demand.